changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Wow Wednesday, and today I'm going to talk about cats and how they just seem to know some things. The first story is from a book called, appropriately, Chicken Soup for the Soul, I Can't Believe My Cat Did That. In this story, Lisa Wolf tells us that her cat, named Mars, had been with her for three years before he ever tried to sit in her lap, but when he started doing it, he was pretty frantic about it. Why? Because Lisa was pregnant, and somehow Mars knew this and insisted on lying on top of her belly or in her lap pressed up against her belly at every opportunity. He started doing this when Lisa was only a few weeks along, when the baby would have been tiny, the size of a bean. Mars would also go crazy if Lisa had something else in her lap, such as a book or a pillow. He would paw at whatever obstacle was there until Lisa moved it out of the way. As the pregnancy progressed, Mars would be sitting on Lisa's belly when her baby kicked, and he would just dig in his claws to maintain his balance on the belly. Lisa says that Mars didn't give up his job as baby warmer until the day the baby was born. Then, as soon as the baby was born, he lost interest in lying on her belly, but he did maintain his interest in that baby. He sniffed her when she came back from the hospital, as if to confirm that this was indeed the baby that he had been taking care of for months, and he was always by the baby's side after that. Lisa says that in all her daughter's baby pictures, you can see some evidence of Mars being close by, a bit of his tail or his paw in the corner of every photo. A year and a half after the baby was born, Lisa didn't need a test to know she was pregnant again, because all of a sudden, Mars resumed his perch on her belly. He knew she was pregnant before she knew. And there he stayed, doing his duty as a baby warmer, until that second baby was born, too, as if he was a bird sitting on an egg. And that's why Lisa's story is called Mars Hatched My Babies. Now, Joe Atwater tells us about another cat that knew a thing or two about babies in a story that we published in another best-selling cat book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, What I Learned from the Cat. Joe says that he had never been a cat person himself, but he married a woman who had a beloved cat named Benny. Joe just tolerated Benny. He didn't pay much attention to him. And Benny seemed to just tolerate him, too. He was much friendlier toward other people, other family members and guests, than he was toward Joe. Joe's wife said this was because the cat knew that Joe wished he were a dog. But Joe laughed that off, saying there was no way a cat had enough intelligence or intuition to know that. Then Joe and his wife had a baby. The baby cried a lot. He was really colicky. The cat would stand there watching over the baby, sometimes making a weird guttural mewing sound that Joe actually found a bit threatening. He was worried. He thought the cat would find the baby's constant crying annoying and do something to him, or at least wake him up with his weird cat noises when he did go to sleep. Benny continued acting weird when the baby cried, pacing the floor and making wailing noises and also looking up at Joe and his wife with wide eyes that seemed to be asking them something, 
telling them that they needed to do something. Joe became increasingly concerned about the cat, that he would do something bad to the baby. When the baby would wake up screaming and Joe would rush in, he would find Benny the cat already at the bassinet, staring intently at the baby. Joe's wife, Liz, felt the cat was trying to tell them the baby wasn't just colicky, but that something more than that was wrong with him. Joe didn't believe it, though, but Liz was increasingly sure that the doctor was wrong, that there was something more than colic at work here. She decided that the cat was probably sensing something that the doctor had missed, and she brought the baby back to the doctor and insisted he reevaluate his diagnosis. It turned out that the baby had a blockage in his intestines and he needed surgery. While the baby was in the hospital, Benny the cat spent a lot of time staring into the empty bassinet. And Joe had to admit that the cat appeared to miss the baby. Although Joe wasn't ready to admit that the cat had probably saved the baby's life. Over time, Joe admitted that just maybe the cat should get the credit. And when he finally came around to that way of thinking, guess what happened? The cat started playing with him and climbing into his lap. Joe had finally become a cat person, and Benny knew it. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast, and please remember to share it with your friends and family. Show them how to listen to podcasts. I just read recently that way under 20% of Americans have ever listened to a podcast, and they have no idea that it's easy. So go ahead, show them that handy podcast icon that they already have on their iPhones or iPads, that purple button. And come back tomorrow for Thoughtful Thursday. We're going to talk about how to use humor if you're in the position of so many people and you have someone in your life who has Alzheimer's or another kind of dementia.